Skatchel. Ominous. Don't call it a comeback. I didn't expect you to see you there. We didn't expect to be doing a podcast. No, no, we didn't. No, it's just the two of us for a very, very quick roundup of the Celtic game. And this is literally only happening because the game went surprisingly well. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we're, we're glory hunting podcast, <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, but the, the game went the game went just, just bloody fine. We didn't lose to Celtic, which is... You know, that's the headline. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, like our our plans so far this season. You might notice that we're not getting podcasts out every week. Just like I'm, I'm working weird shifts and it's it's putting in weird time. And uh, so games that neither of us have been to, we're kind of going to let slide because we have less to say about them. But it means that the you know the bumper episodes that we do have will be much more worth listening to, isn't that right? Yeah, full of content. All the content full you of could hot content ever imagine or hope for. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we were going to let this slide, thinking about the inevitable four <laughs> nil, you know, Scott Brown smiling. Aye, for some reason the ghost of Gary Hooper comes back and still scores. Okay. Aye, aye, yeah. Fuck it. Uh, why not? Somewhere yeah. Stephen Mahey feels very torn. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Um, so we we went into the game with uh, possibly our most attacking lineup of the season. Yeah, I, I didn't get that. <laughs> on the back of. Three, four, three or four. Three league, uh, three league defeats. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying. To, I was I was trying to say um, three incredibly shonky defensive performances. Oh right, right. okay, right. Uh, well, you could just say, like yeah. I was trying to think. In fact, yeah, just a, a huge range of shonky defensive performances. Pretty much, yeah. Did we did we keep a clean sheet against Partick Thistle? Yes, we did. Yes, yeah. that was good. Yeah. Well done, Partick Thistle. That, that, was, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoyed that one. Yeah, but apart from that, St Johnson. Fucking Kilmarnock. Oh Christ, yeah. Josh Josh McGuinness. Oh that's something we can uh, we can talk about. We haven't podcasted since then. See listeners, this is the kind of organization <laughs> that, that you can you know, you've grown to love it from us over the year. Yeah, well let, let's let's briefly talk about Hearts facing the ghosts of their past. <laughs> yes. Um we were fucking shocking against Josh McGuinness. Yeah, yeah, um, Blagy and uh, Ozturk didn't know how to handle Josh McGuinness. Yeah. They Josh McGuinness. They didn't know how to handle all the tricks that Josh McGuinness has in his bag. If a complete fucking idiot of a Kilmarnock fan thinks that Josh McGuinness is bad, then he must be pretty <laughs> bad. Um, yeah, it was it was shambolic um, defensively, which is what we've kind of come to expect. Especially the from the, the cross balls which fed McGuinness's goals... Uh, the first one when Ozturk just walked alongside him didn't jump, just just didn't jump. Though what we since found out that he's he's been feeling his his hernia injury that that we that we knew he had in the summer anyway, but kind of had to play because uh, Boaje was even more spectacularly injured. Yes, and Oshinua uh, was suspended for that match as well, obviously. So we were stretched at the back regardless, yeah. but. So uh, yeah, I mean it makes it makes sense that he felt that uh, that that. They felt, Robbie the felt that they had to play, and yeah, possibly at that point, having played what six or seven matches on a hernia that, that really needed rest, yeah. perhaps jumping wasn't <laughs> wasn't his favourite activity. Yeah, every time the ball came in the air, I said, "No, <laughs> oh, fuck no, <laughs> oh, God, no way!" 
die. <laughs> this is Scotland. This might be played on the deck. <laughs> That's what I was told. Yes. Yeah. Quite. Yeah. Um, it also explains why he hasn't zinged one in from 40 yards yet this season. No, he's, he, he's well past you. He, he, he zung one in from uh, 18 yards in that match, to be fair. So he certainly did. At least there was that. Yeah, yeah. well done. Finding his range. Aye. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Um, uh, did you watch that come on game? No. No. Uh, so, as far as we can gather from we were awful. highlights... We were completely outplayed in the first half, according to everyone who was there. Yeah. Most of the second half, we were kind of outplayed as well, until uh, Juanma and Walker came on. Um, and changed it positively for us. Until Kamarnik's essential Kamarnokinus yes, uh, just infested them. Until you know they were going through a tough spell, uh, you know a tough spell in the park, and they looked over and saw Gary Locke just facing the other way, <laughs> distracted by a pigeon, <laughs> <laughs> trying to solve like a cat's cradle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, we we kind of fucked them from there. Well, not really actually, because we equalised, um, and then they pretty much ran up the park and made it two one. With uh, Josh McGuinness scoring again, doing, uh-huh. doing a goal, um, bamboozling Blasey Augustine just by simply turning around. <laughs> Turned around in 180 degrees and Augustine ended up on his arse somehow. Been, where are his face? <laughs> <laughs> he just, he was bamboozled by the, the skill, power and prowess of Josh McGuinness. <laughs> Josh McGuinness. Oh, what a sentence. But hey, uh... But then, you know, Kelly brought on Chris Boyd and Scott Robinson and Hearts won the game. <laughs> Chris Boyd, he just has such a magnificent boying presence on, uh, <laughs> on Hearts over the last couple of seasons. What a guy, honestly. What a, guy. What a top look. Um, Could have been our centre forward. Could have been. Under Gary Locke. <sighs> yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, take nothing away from the, well, certainly Juanma's goal. Um, mm-hmm. Almost a carbon copy of McGuinness. Josh McGuinness, his least, first goal. At um, least Juanma actually ran across his defender to get his head on it. Well, at least they had to try. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he showed some effort. Um, but it was a great glancing wee header. Uh, wonderful balling from the influential, as ever, Jamie Walker. Um, and then, yeah, Killy did a, a Killy thing and just gave the ball to us in the last kick of the game. And that was nice, though. Sam Nicholson thrumped it home from about nine yards. It was great. So it's good to progress in the League Cup and uh, hopefully it'll be a long, long League Cup campaign with some glory at the end of it. I'd really like if we just played someone different. The draw was today. I mean, we usually get Celtic or Hibs. That's in seven yeah. of the last seasons we've had one of the two. Five, actually. Five of the, the competitions since 2013, 2012, uh, we've, we've got Celtic. Um, so hopefully we got like Morton or something like that. Well, we also got Celtic in 2011-12, you remember. Oh yeah, we won it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we actually beat them on yeah. the way. Last time we, that's the last time we scored a goal against Celtic. So uh, who let, got, let me who, just let me just uh, have a check on my, my notes here. See, um, oh, it's Celtic. It's oh Celtic. Jesus, Great. fucking shit. Yeah, that's well. <sighs> Somewhere in Lanarkshire right now, Willie Collum is erect, <laughs> 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 waiting for that phone call next to the red phone in his office. Just standing naked in his dojo. <laughs> Preparing, just doing like thrusting car- red card motions, <laughs> like throwing it up in the air. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you're just trying to get it as quick and efficient as possible. Throwing well, darts. You're off! <laughs> Go! Throwing darts at a picture of Callum Patterson. <laughs> fuck off, Jambo! Yeah. That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing right, right the fuck now. Um, so, yeah, Celtic again. Great, well. Variety is the spice of life. 
Well, let's face it, we do have some encouragement to take from uh, from the game at Parkhead. Uh, like we say, we, we, we went out 4-4-2. 4-4-2. Uh, perhaps Roder luck a little in the first half? It's, it's, you know, it's not a coincidence that we sort of played in the same postcode as Gary Locke and then all of a sudden Nielsen had 4-4-2 stuck in his head. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it started out as a 4-4-2, but it was basically like Nicholson and Walker were like wing-backs <laughs> and then Oshinewa and Patterson were like sort of auxiliary centre-halves. Um, we let, something they can do with their height, it's quite nice. Yeah, absolutely, but I mean, we Nielsen came out and said afterwards we wanted them to get it in wide positions. Uh-huh. I, I watched it and it was frustrating to see, you know, James Forrest and the other guy on the other side, um, Lubo Maravchik, get so much time on the ball. Um, <laughs> Out, out wide but you can kind of see why because then they're forced into crossing it into the box for their you know army of midgets to try and attack and every time Augustine, Rossi, Patterson are huge guys they're going to repel that first half that didn't go quite to plan when you know Augustine, Rossi, Patterson all had their, their slip ups and their moments leading to Celtic chances but we rode our luck and defensively it wasn't an awful 45 minutes but you say we rode our luck. It was a bit of a grand national end of our luck there. Like yeah. four miles over hard jumps and death. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, Forrest hit the post. Um, that was just a good move from Celtics. You know, we'll give them that one. But, I mean, uh, Lee Griffith's header from about five yards out is because Rossi and Blasey didn't communicate. Rossi was right behind Augustine. Augustine sort of bent back to header it, cushioned it perfectly. Isn't that to, the one that ended up like head tennis from uh, Griffiths to, to Alexander? Yeah, Alexander yeah. Just went, oh, thanks. It was, it, was, it was lovely, you know, Griffiths just sort of cushioned it into his arms like a really calm centre-half. Um, yeah, so... Is that I, the, was... the first occasion of Griffiths gently giving the ball? Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> uh, and yeah, Tom Rogic, um, first time I've seen him play, he's actually not bad. Considering I, 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 everything I'd heard, that he was absolute humpty. But um, no, he, I like him. I got, sort of kept an eye on him for a while. He came over from Australia with like big reviews, but he was very young and in a weird culture. So it's taken him like what, like two seasons to settle in. But yeah. he he is a player. He's got great control, good physique, breaks well from midfield. Yeah, yeah. He was him and him and Forrest were Celtic's most potent attacking threats. Uh, Forrest had a great game actually. Um, up against Oshaniwa and Patterson. Oh, so Patterson. hopefully that means he'll be quiet for another six months. This is his pattern. Yeah, which, uh, that will was do us a great deal of service in the upcoming league. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. No, that's fine. I was more thinking of a, a Scotland point of view. I'd rather he saved it for a Scotland game because he consistently gets fucking called up and played. But anyway, that's, 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 that's a... I was going to say, well, if he's off form, then you know uh, Strachan won't pick him. Mm, <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, they, they pummeled us for the first half. Um, we had one sort of promising wee break from Walker and Oshaniwa linking up well. Um, nothing really came of it. We had a few corners, again, nothing came of them. Um, but yeah, we, we, we ruled our luck a lot. Um, and I was worried for the second half. Cool. And then uh, the second half was much better. So much and then, better. And then Igor Rossi just, I don't know, maybe bumped his head in the dressing room at halftime and... Somebody told him he was Fabio Cannavaro. Yeah, well, someone must have done that to Augustine as well because he was incredible at the back. An absolute rock in the second half. He was 
Nothing was going past him. Imagine the scenes are like, oh, where am I? Where am I? Oh, you're, you're Fabio Cannavaro. Where am I? Uh, you're also Fabio Cannavaro. Uh, yes, very well. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Um, and fuck it, yeah, they were great. They were absolutely fantastic. Um, nothing, Celtic didn't look like scoring once in that second half, which from the first half was such a huge swing. Uh, they still attacked us, they still chucked things into the box, which I'm assuming is why they're trying to sing Cotton Cole. Um, but Rossi was incredible, he headed everything back out. Augustine looked more calm, he ran it out a couple of times and found a simple pass, which he's been un- unable to do since he came back, rushed back from injury uh, yeah. because of Oshinewa's suspension, but even still. Um, it just looked like a, the defensive display clicked. Um, Oshinewa was great, Patterson was getting the better of uh, Forrest by this time as well. He'd kind of learned to stand off him a bit and then out-muscle him. It was just a very good defensive display. On top of that, Sam Nicholson was one of our best defenders. His tracking back, his, his tackling, his defensive duties were absolutely fantastic. And then on top of that, you've got Payardo and Gomez, who, who were doing their jobs brilliantly, running it out and trying to find the outball. So very, very important to have both of those players back. Hugely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hugely, especially you know, Boabin. I feel sorry for him because he's like Osterk. He's been carrying an injury for a while. Yeah. I can see why he was left on the bench and then brought on <laughs> later in the game as, you know, someone who can who can chase the ball down and try and make it stick up front a wee bit. But yeah, Boabin has been like gasping on a bench and for a while so, just because he's it's so, so impaired. Yeah. Um, does what? I mean, you wonder like a. Pyardo and Gomez are clearly our, our, our best two central midfielders, but you wonder about what the the actual selection will be going forward because in games where we're not quite so uh, luck riding, uh, we'll need we'll need a bit more energy and dynamism to to link the midfield to the forwards. Uh, maybe Swanson, maybe step. a fitter uh, yeah. Wabin. I was going to say step forward, step forward, Danny Swanson. He's the attacking midfielder we've been missing. Mm. Um, so whether that'll be a, like a three-man midfield or a pairing with one or the other of Pyro or Gomez I guess it'll be horses for courses absolutely uh, a lot of horse references in this, uh, this well this we've been playing we like no fucking course. horses for a while so it's <laughs> nice to be uh, it's nice to be riding them rather than the rideys sure yeah um, okay. um, right so if we're going to be uh, complete dickheads and take oh, please, only yeah, negatives from this performance let's do that um, do we decide now that um, Ali Mojtuk was the problem with our defence all along, seeing how Rossi and Boise looked incredibly composed once he, he was let? Is is Aline killing the club every day? Is he the, the root of all our problems? <laughs> just you know, just because it was said once doesn't mean there's always someone killing the club, Nickel, but yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes he absolutely is. <laughs> no, yeah. no, absolutely not. I still am a firm He's killing going. the club like every other week on Thursdays. Yeah, yeah, just when he can be fucked, basically. Um... <laughs> No, I, I'm still <laughs> part-time club fucker. Um, yeah, I've I've got so much time for Aleem. He's still our best footballing centre half, mm-hmm. um, but he needs to he needs to embrace his inner Rossi. I think he needs to get back to basics. This is a a big step up, and you can see that he's realised that now. Um, the attacking players he's up against isn't you know a forty-nine-year-old Michael Chopra anymore. It's now up against good players who have usually got international pedigree at some level. He needs to learn how and to And occasionally Josh McGuinness. And occasionally Josh McGuinness, which, Christ, what's it going to be like when he plays up against players <laughs> of international pedigree? Um, yeah, he, he needs to... Igor Rossi is currently our best defender at the club, and I mean defender. He's no nonsense. He wins the ball in there. He gets it forward. His distribution is not the best. That's not why he's in there. Ostok needs to get back to basics if he's going to get back into the side. Because the way that Boise and... 
uh, Rossi finish that match was incredibly strong. I mean, it was, you know, defensive football isn't, you know, the greatest stuff to watch, but you can still find appreciation mm -hmm. in two guys doing their job really fucking well. And that's exactly what they were doing. So he's got a he's got a task ahead of him. I reckon Kelly on Saturday might see Boise and Rossi, you know, keeping their places in there, seeing how they can try and mould as a partnership. But also it's called captain. He'll be back in there. I'm sure he'll come back stronger when he's fully fit. Same as Blabin. You know, we just need to give him a bit of time. Oh, possibly back threes in our future. Possibly. Possibly. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe, yeah. All these are options. All of them, yeah. Every single one. Um, okay, well, the one sort of remaining incident from the from the game was F.A. Ambrose. Ambrose smash! <laughs> well, you, you make it sound like that, but that was actually, like, the smartest thing he could possibly do in the circumstance. Oh, God, yeah. Like, he should, he should like, get... injury time. Like, it's sort of like, well, it's not like we're going to do much more defending. Just let's deal with this problem. Yeah, he's probably going to get Celtics player of the month for that. Because... <laughs> um, you know, Sam, it was, it was the weekly Boyata fuck-up when he came sprinting out of defence and slid to a ball that wasn't there. It, was, it made no sense at all at that stage in the match for him to do that. I, I, the guy's rubbish. It, it can, it's becoming more and more clear with every passing week that Boyata's lengthy Man City career comes down in tight with the fact that he counted as homegrown. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um... And yeah, Nicholson was sprinting through on goal. He had not just Gavin Riley, but also Arnold Jum uh, square. Probably Jum was in a better position. So it was a definite goal if Sam had looked up if he'd gone through. But no, FA said, nope. No. Absolutely not going to allow that to happen. Here's my hip going into your tiny little frame. Um, enjoy your time on the ground. I'm going to go back to the, the tunnel now. He said, <clears throat> F.A. Smash. <laughs> yes, exactly. Very considered and refined smash. He absolutely knew what he was doing, yeah. It wasn't just blind rage. It was calculated. Like a, like, you know, like a, like a murderer. And then Callum Patterson fucked up the free kick. Killing the club every day. Killing the club every day, that, that pesky Callum Patterson. Um, yeah, it was... As soon as he stood over it, I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't really anyone else left to take the free kick, though. The walker was off. Juanma was off, so it was off. Yeah, we basically had nobody. Um, yeah. It would have been a laugh to give it to, like, fucking, don't know, Oshinua, so we could talk about it in his post-match. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I bet you Gomez, we, it's, like, capable of just curling them in at the back post, but he's far too modest to mention it in training. <laughs> he's just too nice a guy. He's like, yeah. no, these guys are having fun with their free kicks. I'll let, I'll let them do it. Um, aye, he probably would have pinenkered it in from, like, 30 <laughs> yards, just because, you know, fuck it, that's, that's the kind of guy he is. Um... But yeah, it was, it was a sh yeah, I'm kind of pissed off at F.A. Ambrose, but at the same time, if a Hearts player had done that, I would have been delighted, yeah. absolutely delighted, because it was a sure goal. Um, so yeah, but you know, another thing to talk about, Arnold Jum, yes. the Legion of Jum, Jum's Day, mm -hmm. device. Dr. Jum. Dr. Jum, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, he made his, he made his debut on the right-hand side of the midfield, didn't touch the ball. Jum, 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 you make my heart go Jum. Yep, tick tick doom. This is you can look forward to so many more of these happening when he plays. There's so many song so many songs we could use. I really hope he's not a bit part. Um yeah, he, he came on, he looks tall, um he's quite fast. Cool. Um the way that he sprinted forward to um sort of take advantage of Boyata's cluster slip was, was quite nice to see. So yeah. Cool. Debut guy. Nice Debut. one. Yep. 
Cool. Well, hopefully we'll see... Well, hopefully we won't see that much more of him in the future because that'll mean Pyardo's injured, so... No, I think he'd be more of a Blabin replacement. Really? Yeah. Is he, is he more, more of an energy guy than a, than a tackling guy? Yeah, really athletic. You know, there's... Obviously, YouTube highlight reels mm-hmm. aren't that useful. You know, I could make myself look like a world beater with a YouTube reel. Um, I couldn't. No, no. Uh, you know, you have to be a certain type of person. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, he looks like the sort of player that can, that can get it down. He's, he's aggressive. He is a tackler. Um, but it looks like he gets forward. He gets shots off on goal and stuff like that. So maybe more box-to-box than, you know, a Payardo or a, a Gomez. So, yeah, we'll, cool. we'll, see, we'll see how he's utilised. But he looks like a bit of a, a footballer rather than an enforcer. Nice one. Yeah. I like footballers. So they're do they. Yeah, they're great. They're great, aren't they? Cool. Right, well, well that, that was lovely. Yeah, that was that was a really nice wee chat. Uh, that that's really all we can uh, sort of come up with. And you know, that. with time restraints as well, that's literally all we can come up with yeah, just now. Yeah. So yeah, so um, song song. Wait, oh, hold on, the producers just no time for songs. No time for songs. No time for songs. No. Blame the blame the producer, Keith. <laughs> oh, Fuck you, Keith. Damn it, Keith. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Apologies, obviously, that we we haven't been as regular um this season, but you know. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we, we will get a, a full episode to you on Saturday um, after the Kilmarnock game. Um, oh, God, that's right. We're playing Kilmarnock again. Yeah, God, it's just all the fun happening at once. Just a great big mix of Kilmarnock and Celtic. That's life in the SPFL. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I hope Danny Swanson starts that game. That's just a little bit of my mind getting processed onto this podcast. Ooh. I'd like, he's not played at Tynecastle yet. I'd like to see him. Yeah, that's true. But I guess I, on the same hand, I think that at home at Kilmarnock four four two might be the way to go. Might well be. Might well be. Oh, maybe maybe Swanson comes in for Gomez or Payardo, and we and we just really fucking go for it. Yeah, just it, it, why not? I see. Just all of it, all eleven men turning around the pitch, going nah. <laughs> Billy King at left back, looking for a horse to ride. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, I'm looking forward to that one. It's been a while since I've seen us win a game over a month, in fact. So it was, uh, you know. It would be nice to absolutely destroy Gary Locke's um, assembly of misfits yeah. and outcasts. But you know, I do like Kevin McCarty and Dale Carrick, so there's that. Yeah. So there's your winning football analysis. Robert likes wins. Great. <laughs> yeah, take that to the bank. Um, if you would like to see how well he reacts to us winning, where would they find you on Twitter? Uh, at RF Borthwick. Uh, Where would they find you to they, react to such things? They would find all my reactions. They would find my live commentary of Jamie Hamill's face <laughs> at Nickel Hay. At Nickel Hay, fantastic. And you can find ourselves um, and as a collective podcast at We Have No Cares. Also, please do email us because you know we've not had an email in a wee while. So yeah. send us one of those bad boys at We Have No Cares at gmail.com. And find the podcast, the whole collection of. Uh, Audio links and if you YouTube-ness. Want, if you want to go all the way back to the start of last season, you can do that as well. Uh, by going to wehavenocares.tumblr.com. That's us. Just Google We Have No Cares. There's not many of us around. No, no, it's basically just us. Yeah. Yeah, just us and Steve Crawford. Steve Crawford. <laughs>